Hey. What's up, dudes? How's it going? Hey, how's it going, man? Doing well, doing well. Is it just you today? It might be. I haven't heard from my guitarist. He said he was going to do it last night, but he has a weird sleep schedule. He's all over the place, especially after tour. All of our sleep schedules have kind of been fucked. In his defense, I say a lot of things like that to him, and I do a disappearing act a lot, so I'm not going to be critical of this man's work. I like it. Hello, welcome to the Fundamentals of Nonsense. I'm your host, Sam, and this is my host, Sonny. I believe I listened to an interview with you on it today from an old podcast, like in 2021. You want to go ahead and uh, just fully introduce yourself, your your position in the band, your your kind of your origin story with the band as well. We always like to hear, yeah, how you guys started. Yeah, know? absolutely. And I know there's obviously, you guys, it sounds like you, a good portion of the the life of your band also is going through a real tough time as far as playing and, and COVID and restrictions and things. It's, it's interesting yeah. to find out how you guys got going. So, yeah, I'm Nick, uh, Nick Asper. I play bass. Um, I was also their manager, um, pretty much from the beginning until we actually got like management. I've kind of been the, uh, I've been running the business side of colorblind. Okay. How long were you doing that? You know, how long did it take where you kind of had to fill that role? Too? Um, we probably signed on with our current management, Cupid Theory, two years ago, two or three years ago. And we've been a band for about five years. So I guess I was doing it for two or three years, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, uh, we lost two years because of COVID. So it's kind of weird. We actually started as another band the night of back in 2017. We released an EP, um, did fairly well. We played some festivals. We got on um, the San Antonio date of Fans Warp Tour. Uh, we got on So What Music Festival and Texas Independence Fest. Um, but towards the end of that year, we were going into the studio to record new music. Uh, we just got a new vocalist. We got a new guitarist. Um, one of our other guitarists left. So it kind of felt like a completely new band at that point. Right. It didn't really feel like the night of, so we decided to rebrand and kind of change to colorblind in early 2018 before we went to go record new music. And then, yeah, that's kind of when it started. Since 2018, yeah. it's been all of the uh, same members. And Was the rebrand pre-Travis or during Travis Mosley's uh, introduction into the band as well? Travis was after the rebrand. So he was, yeah, he was our new vocalist. He was actually our drummer's little brother. Um, yeah, we were yeah. kind of searching for vocalists at the time, and he had never played in a band or done anything real, uh, you know, musical in that sense. But he yeah. uh, started taking vocal lessons. He already kind of knew how to play guitar. Their family is all kind of musical. Right. Their dad played <laughs> drums and stuff, and their mom, I think, played piano or sang. Yeah, I think he's got a genetic advantage coming in. <laughs> yeah, he's got an incredible <laughs> he's <do> voice. Well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's he's uber talented. Mm -hmm. At one point, I know you said that you were handling a lot of the heavy lifting when it came to writing and things like that. How has that changed, or has it at all? Yeah, it's kind of changed. We do... I still start most of the demos, but like on our last EP, we only two of the songs were only started from my demos. Uh, Everything But Faith and Love is Red. Real was started from scratch. Ghost was a song made up of guitar parts that our guitarist Justin had. 
Right. Uh, it wasn't really something he thought that would ever become a song. He just started playing it, and the producer was like, "That's sick! Like, let's let's right. do something with that." So we started building from that. It's fantastic, by the way. It's that, Thank that you. song lives in my head rent free every day right now. <laughs> I've I've been diving through everything I could find for you guys. There's not a lot of information, but that song is just it's at the top of my playlist right now for Spotify, and I play it two or three times a day religiously. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I saw something about the inspiration behind that. I think it was a like a short you guys had on Facebook and said Travis had written those those lyrics of that chorus through some life experience. Yeah. Um Travis wrote that about um him and Tyler's brother. He died, I think, before, you know, he was able to be born and he never got to meet him. So he kind of wrote that about that loss that him and his family had. And it's connected with a lot of people. We've uh, talked to a lot of people while on tour and met a lot of people who've heard that song and, you know, connected with it. So it's been cool to hear their stories and talk to with, with everyone. Yeah, it's a banger, dude. It's awesome. Uh, sure. I, I saw something also that you guys were kind of surprised the success that it's having uh, due to it probably just being a bunch of guitar parts that you guys piece together, maybe, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's also like just one of our slower songs. We haven't really written a song like that before. Most of our songs are kind of up rock or like really fast or like, I don't know. Yeah, Euphoria has a whole different feel to yeah, it than Ghost yeah, does. Yeah, it's a different tempo too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this last EP, we really tried to experiment. We, I feel like, get pushed into a box of just like being a metalcore band, just yeah. with like vocals, uh, like singing instead of screaming, right. which is not necessarily what we want. Like, we do love that genre and love like rock guitars and riffs and stuff, but we like to experiment. We want to do more than just that. So on the last EP, yeah, we did Real, which was like a straight up pop song. Um, yeah. We did Euphoria, which was more like a dancey kind of Paris song. Uh, we still had like Everything But Faith and Love Is Red, which is that kind of metalcore yeah. singing songs. Um, and then Ghost, which was kind of just different. Yeah, it's a slower song, but then towards the end, there's that uh, kind of big breakdown. Yeah. So how was the road, by the way? It was great. I'm glad to be home. Uh, I miss my bed and my dog and my girlfriend and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fantastic. It um, broke all of our expectations. We bonded a lot with all the crew. We played some awesome venues. We got to go to the beach. We did a bunch of crazy stuff. Some of those dates, uh, what, what were some of the more memorable venues or, you know, what were some of the places you, you've got an opportunity to play now that you were, you were looking forward to or which one surprised you, you know, or... Uh, we got to go back to Orlando and Tampa. Really? Um, we played there in February with Limbs and Dark Divine, and it was awesome. But this time, they sold uh, both shows sold out back to back. Really? And that was the first time I ever played a sold out show. So to have that happen twice yeah. um, in a row was wild. I bet the yeah the same venue is gonna have a little bit different feel. There's gonna be a little yeah. bit different electricity in it. Yeah. You have yeah. at your second sold out show there for sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was. Awesome. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Mm. Uh, it was also really cool to come back home and play Austin. Sure. We played it come and take it live. Uh, we haven't played a show in Austin. I think in since like last fall or something we've really been trying to branch out this year and tour and uh, build our outside markets 
Um, we've been playing, you know, Austin and in Texas since 2017. So for a few years now, um, but we hadn't really branched out until this year. So we're really focused on getting outside of Texas and playing to other crowds and cities. Sure. That, that was actually going to be my other question is that yeah. you guys are in a, a great music city in Austin, you know, and I wonder how aggressively you're still still out there playing or you know you were focused was reaching out so that's that's interesting man it's yeah, a good spot yeah. to be it's a good home base too so you yeah. can like reach out you're, you're saying other audiences and man you're in a great spot yeah speaking of other audiences when i i paid attention to you guys' analytics anyways as just a fan of your music but you guys had i think 246 or 248,000 monthly listeners when i wrote you and uh you you said you guys would be on the podcast and went on tour and came back and your Spotify growth has been like 30,000 or better <laughs> yeah, since day, you guys yeah. have been on tour. So that's fantastic. That shows that playing those live shows and engaging with the audience, yeah. what COVID stopped for you guys for so long is is definitely helping your platform. Yeah. yeah it's an accelerated comeback, man. Yeah. 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 It's been really good to connect with fans, talking with them while they're like standing outside in line or merch booth, or we'll try to stick around and watch the other bands. So we'll just yeah. like randomly talk to people in the crowd who will like watch you on stage the that's, set before. Yeah. That, that's the best part of, uh, you know, catching guys that are really out there and playing a lot of new shows and stuff like your guys last tour when I was you know, getting the opportunity to meet guys, like you said, that were just hanging out to watch the next set, the next band. I could be, you know, having a beer and watching watching somebody amazing too with guys that are going to be infamous in, in six months, you know. It's, yeah. It's to, to see that hang and stuff at a lot of those venues is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up elbows with some artists. I got know? to experience that last year. I think you guys actually were in the back end of Picturesque's first headline tour. I think they went through Texas last year. They came through our area here in Springfield, Missouri in August, I think, last year. And I went and caught them. And uh, after the show, we kind of all hung out and talked and like, Jordan Greenway and I chatted about business for quite a while. And Kyle came up and it was so casual and so fun just to hang out with with the band that I was just also beside the moon a fan of as well. You know, they are really cool dudes. I actually um, am working on a new song with Dylan, uh, one of their guitarists. Yeah. So hopefully that will end up, you know, being released and actually becoming a song that we get to share with the public. Very cool. Just as a casual fan myself too, man, it's, I love seeing that, uh, the Kellen Quinn stuff that, uh, I think you got your, your guys, a single, the last band we spoke to Sibylin, that their Canadian band, uh, they, uh, had just had a single with Kellen Quinn as well, which seems weird. It's like I'm following Kellen Quinn around Is that the, as we bring guests on. Seven degrees of Kellen Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a connection. 50 shades of yeah. Kellen Quinn. Yeah, so. <laughs> I bet you could do that. I bet you could. <laughs> Every band that has yeah. a Kellen feature and that you you get a lot of episodes. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Eventually, Kellen comes on and we have him on like a, in like a tuxedo. Apparently, he's a ringer. Yeah, he's a ringer. <laughs> Yeah, we hang it up after that. I think we've reached kind of curious. What's your what's your one, two, and three? And your uh, you know, what inspires you the most, uh, music wise? Whether oh. it's nostalgic, uh, you know, the music that kind of touched your soul early, and then what's working now for you. No pressure, but be specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I used to listen to a lot of pop punk. Um, so I think that's why I add a lot of pop to our music. But we all me. But pretty much everyone else in the band, we all came from metal bands. We all played heavier music from metalcore to beatdown to rock to, yeah, technical stuff. But uh, our vocalist, he's just like uh, kind of an R&B pop singer. He 
sings whatever he wants. He has the voice for it. So we, yeah, try to blend those genres. I used to listen to a lot of like All Time Low, A Day to Remember, um, Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens. Now, more recently, I've gotten into the more popular side of things. I'm really into Knox, Christian Gates. Who else? There's a few. Outstanding. Good answer. What uh, what breeds your dog there in the background? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I saw corporates checking in on you. Oh, <laughs> hey puppy. Um, he's a mutt. His name's Bandit. Uh, he doesn't really like being picked up. <laughs> um, he's not a laptop. But, huh? Yeah. Um, I got him when he was like two months old. Me and my girlfriend got him on Valentine's Day, and now really? he's like five, I believe. Oh, he's just he's just in his prime then. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a good boy. He's kind of annoying. Um, my girl's at work right now, so I'm the one trying to entertain him. And yeah, that kind of up my butt. He wants to play and do things, but it's also like over 100 degrees in Texas, so I don't yeah, want to yeah. let him outside because he just scratch at the door in like a minute. Well, yeah, he's reasonable. It's <laughs> it's crazy out there. So where are you at now? Are you in Austin now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm back home. I got home Wednesday, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. Then I went back to work on uh, Thursday and Friday. I work at a brewery, Independence Brewing Company in Austin. It's a small uh, craft brewery. Outstanding. A big question I had for the band was, what does a million views mean now in the current market? Things like that. You know, um, people can post videos on facebook and you see that there's 64 70 million views on him and i'm just curious i remember when a million views meant you made it yeah you know what i mean that was was escape velocity yeah that was yeah you were you were breaking the atmosphere of the planet yeah um a million views is not very much um on spotify i think it's like 3800 maybe 4000 but you know there's also management stuff if you're signed to a label uh there's percentages for that um or distribution or there's all sorts of shit um producer fees songwriting credits yeah so it sounds like your first million it's really easy to spin that back into the craft honestly uh you know we're we're all up front on this and this is kind of the the bleeding artist you know kind of mentality as well We're, we're trying to pursue and chase something and it's I, I don't know what that looks like anymore, what analytics look like. I remember being from an era that that was, like I said, a million views changed your life. It's a wild, it's a wild perception. It does. That yeah. That's the world now is it's so easy to get a million views on the internet that well, it does, it does, the gravity isn't the same anymore. I think when you first cross that, for sure, it's, you feel the, you know, the gravity shift a little bit for you, but. Well, just being aware of those numbers, I think people change what their instinct would be to yeah. reflect, you know, well, that seems to people respond to that. You know, it may not be whatever the actual art they're originally imagining and want to put out. And they tend to lean into that. I wonder how much yeah. that changes, you know, the product and, and what guys are able to do or what they're willing to do. Yeah. So I'm curious how much of that capital that you guys make off of music goes back into making more music. Pretty much 100 percent. 150 percent. Yeah. Then yeah. a little bit out of your wallet, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We um we still, you know, are pitching in our own money for things there are uh like this last tour we were lucky enough to sell enough merch and have decent enough guarantees um and did not you know we slept in the van and trailer most nights we didn't get a bunch of hotels and we ate at gas stations and walmarts and stuff so 
we came back in the green and we're able to get paid out to help, uh, you know, just with our bills since yeah. taking, you know, four guys getting off of work for over three weeks is pretty hard. Yeah. Did you have to use PTO for that? <laughs> uh, no, no, I was out of PTO. So uh, <laughs> you just took it for the team, huh? Yeah. You're going to walk in tomorrow and be like, am I still working here or? That's great. Well, my job was really cool about it. Um, they're very supportive, but yeah, um, obviously they're not gonna pay me to not yeah <laughs> to use not FMLA to tour. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. No, I'm not super happy to you know that you were sad and had to sleep in the van if there was discomfort. But I'm super happy with it and the 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 philosophy of it. I think that's what uh, Great Uncle Mick and Keith uh, Richards intended. Man. I don't think the best, uh, you know, brainstorming artwork doesn't come from the guys that are in the the silk sheets to begin with. It's the ones that slept in the van at the venue and the first tour, and that's just incredible material and experience comes out. That's cool, man. Don't yeah. sleep in that. Hey, crack the windows though. If the rest of the band's <laughs> in there and it's a hundred degrees down there, Bob. Yeah, it definitely got hot. Drama. So, what? How many dates were there? How many shows did you do? Sixteen, sixteen or seventeen. Oh wow. Um, we started in Atlanta, Georgia, and then did a few dates in Florida, worked our way over to Texas, uh, did four dates in Texas, uh, and then Oklahoma, Arkansas, Tennessee, Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, New York, and Michigan. And you just got home Wednesday? Yeah. So we should actually be apologizing for waking you up. <laughs> <laughs> I did you like three more days. I was so stoked to have you guys on. I was like, what's the first date that they're going to be home? You know what I mean? I didn't even think about jet lag or anything like that. Or the rest of the band's like, fuck that. You know, we need some sleep. Yeah, you're an eight. We need you at four, man. Give yeah. us a week. Maybe yeah. maybe I could maybe I could schedule this a little better to where a few more guys could be on, you know, next time. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, you have you went to school for business, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a degree in accounting. Um, I went to St. Edwards University in Austin. I moved from Houston, Texas to Austin in 2013 and then went to college, graduated 2017, which is kind of, you know, when the night of first started. Yeah. I, you know, once I was out of school, I hit the ground running uh, with music. While I was in school, I worked for a lot of like venues and production companies and bands uh, doing everything from like a stagehand, a loader. I picked up like towels and beer for bands at Walmart. I don't know anything to network and to kind of get into the scene. Uh, so once I had, you know, those connections, once I was in a band, it made things super smooth. We had a lot of opportunities because I already knew a lot of people. Yeah. You got guys picking up towels for you now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what an understanding you have of like everything that goes into it. That Yeah. You know, no doubt. Don't. I mean, that's incredible. What's been your favorite experience up to this point with the band in its current state? I know it's a bit cliche, but with with Travis, with it feels like you guys are on the trajectory of gaining audience and and gaining views. I saw your Facebook post this past week about songs crossing three million, songs crossing one million. It definitely seems like you're generating a little bit of a buzz. This last EP has done a lot for us. Pretty much this year, we've like doubled our Spotify followers, which has been crazy. I think it's mainly from TikTok. TikTok and Instagram, we've really been pushing those two platforms. We used to focus a lot on Facebook and YouTube. They're not the same. We see the we see our biggest growth through TikTok. Yeah, we've shifted our focus um, pretty much to those reels and 
TikToks and it's been working well. Yeah, yeah. TikTok's been for for us on an advertisement perspective, it's been probably the most effective. I focused a lot on Facebook. It is the easiest to maneuver still because we're all kind of acclimated to it. TikTok is an easy billboard. I'm not acclimated to it. I'm super old. I can't figure it out. But I read at a third grade level. <laughs> I'm just arm candy. It's always been that way. Yeah. No, we're we're super excited to get a chance to talk to you and just curious about how, you know, coming off the road and then that that big stint and kind of how you guys got started, you know, that there had to be the crazy challenges just the way the timing fell with COVID. You probably yeah. had a little bit looser you know, more freedom in, in, in good old Texas and Austin than some places like than back in Chicago, but it was, it still, it had to be just challenging and maybe overwhelming at first wondering you're at the mercy of when does this expire and not, you know, there, it was out of your hands. You can be making the greatest, you know, producing the greatest work ever. And you just don't have the opportunity to have everybody see it as much, you know, but just the exposure is limited. So. Yeah. We kind of took our time with that. Um, we really didn't, tour at all until we were ready so we are like we've been around for probably five years but we've only been touring for one but there's you know reasons because of that we sure. have had friends in other bands we had friends in unity tx up in dallas they released an album like right when the pandemic started right when trump shut down the country and they just started a uh, a tour in europe and they got to play like one show and then really? had to fly home. And then all their gear was just stuck in Europe for like oh, no. months and months and months. Um, and then I've had other friends in Fire From The Gods. When it did open back up, they had to take COVID tests like every single day. Yeah. And there was like a bunch of crazy restrictions. And like, yeah, it was just, it was a lot. So um, we kind of spent COVID, uh, you know, getting that EP together. We signed to a management company, uh, signed a distribution deal with a small label, got on a booking agency, got all of our ducks in a row during that time. So when everything opened back up, we could hit it hard. Well, what an out, outstanding response, man. I can see how it would have been easy to make that less of a priority for a while, just being like, you know, you couldn't, but that was like the perfect response. And obviously the the result is, is what it is. So well done, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm seeing the the impact it had on industries that the the mega industries like movies and music and just entertainment in general was from an outside perspective crazy we weren't even talking about a podcast or talking about any of this at that time you know what i mean and uh i can't maybe this would have worked been more effective for that style of of entertainment then i really like the fact that we get the chance to talk to people that are on the road now it's great to be able to ask questions about what was it like to see your fans screaming and yelling yeah, yeah. and after yeah. and some of the photos you guys posted of your tour were so cool. Uh, yeah. Travis with a microphone in his mouth, you guys all shredding behind yeah. him. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, the tour was really a dream come true. Uh, I remember watching attack attack and going to their shows back in high school and shit. No kidding. So now being able to yeah see them play stick stickly and smoke harness every night is like <laughs> it blows my mind yeah um, that's awesome that's that's, that's fantastic I, so what was your first concert you ever went to first big concert was all time low we the kings hey monday and i think go radio yeah at the house of blues in houston i remember my sister took me my older sister she's like six years older than me the bad influence. Yeah. Excellent work. Paid off. <laughs> Don't tell mom about yeah, what we do at Go concerts. ahead and tell mom. Now she gets credit. It works out <laughs> yeah. just fine. <laughs> That's cool. My first was uh, Star Set and Breaking Benjamin. 
Ooh, nice one i got to see i've actually seen star set like three times i think i saw them with five finger and bad wolves in uh shine down and then i actually saw them again with breaking benjamin and seether two years ago i'd have to go way back yeah this would have been something in biblical times i think like the first (laughs) one was like 90 probably like 96 Lollapalooza or something in chicago yeah yeah i mean it's a while back and i was who was it i don't even remember who headlined i remember like the ones the different ones after it you know um, but I can't remember who was there to be honest with you. I have to look back. There, it was a hazy experience. I, I'm guessing. Um, but I, I was, you know, I was in high school, so right, I was right. probably 15 or 16 when I was doing that. But no, outstanding. Well, um, I have one more question for you. How are you already getting the itch to plan the next step? Are you already looking forward? Are you still? Are we still caught you uh, flat-footed right off the right off the bus? Are you already thinking about the next tour dates and playing again? Yeah, I'm ready. We're all ready. We want to play festivals. We want to play tours. Um, This tour was the first time any of us were like, you know, like I kind of just mentioned Spotify doesn't make us money. Most of us, you know, made enough money to pay our bills, which that was the first time that's ever happened. We've never been able to do that through streaming or selling merch online or uh, stuff like that. So we were all like, oh man, like when we all came home, we're like, this is actually like viable like we could actually turn this into a career which mm-hmm. none of us had actually ever thought about like we kind of thought about um yeah i don't know this after this tour it made it really real and had it sink in that like you know this might be our jobs pretty soon uh you guys should do this professionally yeah i think it's gonna work out <laughs> i've been yeah. listening all week it's good man yeah Outstanding. I'm, a, I'm a huge yeah fan personally and and you know i i listen to a lot of the same style of music i love too close to touch and p- picturesque and yeah and you too. guys kind of live up there and in, in that realm for me so I've, I've got nothing but good hopes for you guys and i can't wait to see the trajectory you travel on and i'm super excited for when it all comes together and you guys get to do your headlining tour and other mm-hmm. people get to to say yeah we opened for colorblind mm-hmm. you know what i mean and uh and yeah I, i'm fully confident that that's going to happen for you guys myself Damn it. Thank you. I, I really hope so. Yeah. Uh, people just keep telling us to keep doing what we're doing and it's, it's a matter of time. So that's what yeah. we're going to try to do just one step at a time. Yeah. Change the things you can and control what you can just keep it in front of you. You know, it's going to be, mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch it all happen for you guys. I can see your social media presence and your, your viewership presence growing. Uh, I kept a huge eye on that because I was Again, I was over the moon to have you guys on the show as a fan myself. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to see where it goes for you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot, dude. And keep us posted, too. Um, I'm yeah, sure you course. guys are going to take a break here. Uh, let us know what you have working. We'll make sure we, we let everybody know about it as well. So keep us in the loop, and we want to see you see you soon. We want to see you live. I have the diet experience. It's the virtual one. I got I to gotta see you live, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, man, outstanding. Um, so glad to meet you. Appreciate your time today. We're going to let you go back to bed until, like, the fourth of july yeah and then <laughs> recharge um but we're we're so fortunate and, and, and uh, lucky to have your time we appreciate it man yeah yeah, yeah i know you guys are booked really up talking to you yeah definitely i know you guys are booked up for a couple of shows next month if you want to go ahead and plug that yeah yeah um well tomorrow we're actually playing a show with scary kids scaring kids in san antonio which will be a lot of fun but next month we're playing some dates with until i wake we're doing some routing shows back to their home base in Buffalo. Uh, I don't exactly remember where they are. 
But um, yeah, it's on our website, colorblindtx.com. Colorblindtx.com. All right. Yeah. Check it out, man. Everybody look them up on social media. Give them a yeah. like, give them a follow, listen to them on Spotify. They're fantastic. Outstanding work, sir. Yeah, Keep it, was, it up. We look forward to seeing you in the future. It's great to have you. Uh, if you guys aren't opposed to it, we'd like to have you on in the future. Whole band and yeah, and yeah, that'd be to, fun. Get to kind of chat and cut it up and listen to everybody else explain their origin stories, how they got here. Yeah, sure. We finally expected to have our first merch this week. It didn't happen for us, but love to ship you guys a couple shirts and have you all on. Fuck yeah. We'll we'll get to see you live in Austin as soon as I can uh, probably trick him into going. All right, you have a good one. Um, Stay safe. Keep up the good work, brother. Yeah, thanks again for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yep, not a problem. So that was a blast. Uh, Next week, we have hosts from the podcast called Cryptid Combat on. Uh, Jimmy and Drew, we were really looking forward to catching up with those guys. Uh, spoke with Drew actually earlier yesterday, and uh, he seems pretty stoked at himself. So we're definitely looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, this has been the Fundamentals of Nonsense, and we love you both, or whatever. Whatever.